You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts. to another episode of Mando Mondays. I'm here with Jade, and we're going to talk about Chapter 14. So we are two episodes away that are left in this season, and it is just constantly full throttle. This episode was titled The Tragedy, and again, the titles have been huge points of foreshadowing this whole season. This episode was about 30 minutes in length, Um, So one of the shorter ones this season, but much more reflective of the timing of last season. Directed by the new director to the group this uh, year that wasn't associated in some way before, Robert Rodriguez. Um, And you can definitely feel his vibe throughout this episode with the action sequences and things. Very cool. So we open up with Grogu. It's going to be so weird for me to say that. The kid, the child, baby Yoda, whatever. We're going to use those all interchangeably at different points. But And Din Jaren having these like sweet moments of dialogue, right? Like all of a sudden now, Mando's super chatty. Did you notice that? Like after this, this kind of um, like psychic link with Ahsoka and, and realizing that the child can communicate and understand him. And, you know, I feel like maybe he's, like, opening up now more to, like, try and sense the child's feelings or, like, you know, but definitely way more chatty. Yeah, for sure. But I thought it was super adorable. The little, like, pra- like little practice training session they had in the cockpit. It was pretty cute. So, anyway, boom, we just roll right into Tython, which, you know, sometimes, as we've seen in previous flows we would have like a detour for repairs or some side adventure that would happen but nope we're just keeping momentum I think now through the end of the season so boom we're in Tython he sees this like ruin ancient ruin thing and he's like oh there's our magic rock (laughs) (laughs) and they have to like park below it and hike up or as he says, fly with the windows down or something. Yeah, and so he whips the out down. the jetpack and baby Yoda's going for another little zoomy zoom. Yep, he's having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're up there, puts him on this little magic rock that's got some ancient text on it. Um, and like nothing's happening. And then all of a sudden, a ship comes into view. Yep. And you're like, oh my goodness. That ship is recognizable. (laughs) Holy cow. We are going there. We are going there hard right now. Okay. So then he turns around basically. And now Grogu has kind of entered a trance. Like a a spiritual kind of thing that you might have seen in some animated series. Like Rebels, How and Ezra and Ahsoka go into a 
Jedi Temple, which is very strong with the Force. So they kind of are entered into this kind of spiritual journey that kind of teaches them a lesson. So, you know, you're kind of wondering, what is the child doing while he's in this trance? You know, is he reaching out through the Force to find a mentor? Is he kind of figuring out what he wants to do with his Force abilities? We might not mm-hmm. ever know, or we might know very soon. <laughs> yes, yes. So uh, definitely can't be disturbed. We figure out there's like a Force mm-hmm. field, literally, of the Force uh, around him. Not going to allow him to be interrupted as he kind of communes with the Force. So Mando says, you know, I'll have to come back for you. Don't go anywhere, whatever. And goes down to confront this visitor. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, who do we see but that kind of cloaked figure that we'd seen on the rise after the battle with the crate dragon, who was kind of looking out and who we all recognized as being the face of the clones, the clone troopers, or more famously, Boba Fett. Or his father, of course, Jango yeah, Fett. Fett. They all share the same face, right? So... Based on the age, we all surmised it had to be Boba Fett because Mm -hmm. the clones were advanced, um, you know, growth accelerated. So the likelihood of any clones being alive was very, very slim. But remember, his genes were not altered to have growth acceleration. But he does look more aged than he probably should be. But then again, as we see from Ben Kenobi, Tatooine ages people very rapidly (laughs) plus he was in a sarlacc pit let's kind of make that clear how he got out we do not know but he was in a sarlacc pit so of course he has like scars Mm -hmm. on his face and you know there's some kind of story there yeah probably involving the jawas towards the end (laughs) something for sure so he goes down and has this little moment with boba fett um and we see the reoccurrence of Fennec Shand, which mm-hmm. we had all season one seen her die, supposedly. But you saw this uh, mysterious figure come to her, we assume, to, like, rescue her, revive her. And, in fact, it was Boba. She mentions that he he found her. Um, and I love her armor, the samurai-styled armor mm-hmm. she has. Oh, I'm going to dissect that later hard. Um, it's dope. So he has this dialogue with Mando saying, I've come for the armor. He's like, oh, not your armor, my armor. Like, I'm taking it back, right? But I'm willing to fairly trade for it. I will protect you and the child. You've got this hefty bounty on your head. And he quotes his father, (laughs) um, which I thought was so cool um, how they've done this. I'm a simple man making my way through the galaxy like my father before me. So that's something that Django had said to Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, in the prequels. So just like these cool little tie-ins that are happening. Um, very nicely done. So Mando puts down his jetpack during this exchange, right? Mm-hmm. Like they put down their weapons. Yeah. Um, they're having this chat. Nothing gets settled. And all of a sudden the Empire appears. There's this trooper carrier that lands. Yeah. Trooper carrier that kind of looks similar to ones we've seen in... Quite a few different settings. So it's definitely, it was noticeable right off the bat that it's definitely a stormtrooper troop carrier. Yeah. So Din starts making his way, the Mando, back up the mountain to get the child. And Fennec and Boba decide to engage the 
troopers and this really cool battle ensues this hand-to-hand combat like Fennec's um, up there sniping stormtroopers and Boba's just going at it with his kind of more sand people like weapons that he acquired on Tatooine breaking helmets and the gaffy stick gaffy or the stick, yeah. uh gator oh, it has some weird pronunciation uh gator fee or something <laughs> <laughs> gaffy stick it's the yeah like a native weapon of uh the Tuscan Raiders mm-hmm. And it just, like, is swung with such force and just cracks open, like, skulls and and just shatters armor. And there's some great, like, sound effects that happen. Mm-hmm. And you really get to see Boba Fett, like, show his badassness that you never got to see, excuse me, language, badness. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you get to see the baddie badness. Um, that everybody has been longing for that you didn't really get to see in the original trilogy. You know, he was just kind of that background figure, um, transporting Han Solo and stuff. Like you didn't get to see any action from him. Yeah. And this is like a kind of scene that we haven't really seen in Star Wars before. Like usually it's blasters, lightsabers, but this is Mm -hmm. like shattering stormtrooper helmets and just awesome fight scenes going on. Yeah, definitely. That's the echo, I think, of of the director Rodriguez in this. And, like, the action sequences for the stormtroopers even, like, their movements and their, like, artillery and their weapons and, like, the shoulder padron of um, the leader, the commander, whatever he was, these are all things we haven't seen in live action either. Mm Mm-hmm. These have been, like, animation, and that's what it really reminded me of is, like, some of the animated fight scenes and stuff with the way that um, stormtroopers, you know, in the movies are very stiff. Yeah, they're typically not live action. smart. <laughs> yeah. They don't have good aim. Yeah. Type of thing. And- <laughs> exactly. So it was, it was a very well-done um, hand-to-hand combat stuff going on and some cool new weapons that we haven't seen in live action. Um, so Din Djarin gets back up to the top. Child is still in the trance, communing kind of in this world between worlds thing going on. It's not going anywhere. Um, so at some point during the battle, he notices that the Razor Crest door is open. He like Boba Fett notices mm-hmm. that the Razor yeah, Crest door yeah. is open. He's like, okay, and- time to go help myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so then the next time you see him, he's all like, like this epic moment of like Like, (laughs) he appears and you know the armor fits him a lot better than it fit the uh what was his name the uh the mm. yeah sheriff let's just call him the sheriff yeah the marshal (laughs) marshal yeah yeah definitely you know at home even though boba's a little bit larger now a little bit aged maybe not as fit as he once was um, but you can definitely like see this moment of like ownership and power restored, mm-hmm. and he's just like going to town. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so then there's the rock rolling scene, which I thought was pretty cool with yeah. Fennec when it just like rolls. It was almost like very cartoonish. Mm-hmm. The yeah. boulder rolls down and just smashes stormtroopers. Um, Din then joins the fight just in time to kind of like save from a tough situation. So now between Boba Fett being fully armored and Din joining the battle, they're definitely getting the upper hand. And then a blast mm-hmm. from the sky just 
destroys yeah. the razor crest, just incinerates was, it to bits. I was so shocked. Like, what? This is the iconic what? Yeah, like his ship. Like I, I started like tearing up for him. I'm like, oh my god, it finally got restored. I don't know if you guys noticed at the beginning of this episode in the cockpit, um, like the seats were all nicely like <laughs> upholstered now, and like everything was all back up to like nice, pristine working order again. And then boom, he just loses his whole <laughs> ship, just incinerated. Yep. Oh, it was so bad. Um, so then what else drops from the sky? Uh, well, so Boba, Boba goes to get a ship. They're like, oh, you better go get your ship then, right? Yeah. So he takes off on his little jetpack. Yeah. And, uh, so then we see something that we definitely haven't seen in live action. It's like a droid, droid, like dark stormtrooper kind of Iron Man-esque. I know I very much like, got the Iron Man vibe yeah, from that. I can see the song. I was like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we saw these in the background of that one scene when they destroyed yeah. the Empire's hold. Um, and we'd all speculated that these could be dark troopers. Yeah. They are, in fact, dark troopers because they said that out loud yeah. um, to confirm that these are, in fact, going to be called dark troopers. Which is something they enjoy doing this season. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but they are actual droids, not maybe, you know, armor force yielders as we kind of had had thrown around the ideas about. Yeah, they're likely just very advanced droids. Yeah. Yeah. So they come down and then surround the child who's now passed out from his exertion. Mm-hmm. You know, anytime we've seen him use a lot of his um, power in the force, he gets very tired afterward, and that's what's happened. So they're able to just like snatch him right up. Yeah. And then fly, fly away. off, all Iron Man esque. And, yeah. and you're like, no, no. And you're like, he sent down his jetpack. No! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but the, this is a weird hole, right? Like, we saw him control his jetpack remotely on that other planet yeah. when he was being robbed and let that guy take off with his jetpack and then shot him up in the air and made it come back to him and mm-hmm. land. Like, where was that? Like, that's an inconsistency that's a little disturbing. Yeah. Who knows? You know, it was heat of the moment type thing. And then he's like, okay, Boba's got a ship. I don't know. I don't know. That was just, yeah. Maybe he was just a little, like, distracted. I don't know. I mean, he loves the child. He He does. He's distraught. He really does. Um, And Boba's chasing after the now-dubbed Dark Troopers, mm -hmm. and the Mandalorian tells him to back off, not hurt the child. So he kind of just does a, what do you call it, a light follow Mm -hmm. up to a very large ship that was just beyond the cloud line. What kind of ship was that? It's it was, not it's quite not, a destroyer. No, a There's destroyer. some other. It's, a, it's like a. It was shown in Rebels, and it was named. It yeah. was like a light like, cruiser, light mm-hmm. cruiser. I think. Okay. I want to yeah. say it was like. I don't think so. I don't. I'm, I can't remember. <laughs> I'm spacing it so hard. Okay. No problem. So yeah. So then he's communicating back with Fennec, like the Empire. It's it's really the Empire. Like this is. We saw the Star <laughs> Troopers, but you know, a lot of people have been kind of using quote stormtroopers maybe as like their private little armies so it's not really like empire stuff that's happening but yeah. now seeing this he's like whoa no it really is the empire yeah not They're a spy stream which is kind of <laughs> a thing that has been referenced a lot in star wars mm-hmm. it's in han solo it's actually yeah. a spice mine is the main area of one of the scenes in han solo you see it a lot in clone wars and mm-hmm. 
you kind of it's some kind of like drug or some yes, kind it's of some, like it's some kind yeah. of drug that can also be used as medicine because yeah. in the last season of the clone wars ahsoka is on this freighter and they're transporting some spice for some gangs and she's like we should deliver it somewhere we can help people for medicine yeah so it can also mm-hmm. be used as medicine in some sense i'm not really sure how <laughs> so then he comes back and and picks up um Fennec and Din Djarin. He, we get some little bit more tidbits about his story, Boba's story. We mm-hmm. confirm, you know, he shows the Mandalorian his chain code to prove, you know, that this was his armor. Yep. And, you know, like his father's before him. And a lot of people, like, kind of dissected that and translated it. And part of it was, obviously, Jango Fett. Uh, father of Boba Fett and it was something about how Boba Fett was a foundling. Mm-hmm. So his father was a foundling likely for Death Watch or some kind of subgroup. Yeah. The Mandalorian. That was pretty cool too because mm-hmm. right there's been all this speculation through the years about whether Jango and Boba Fett were true Mandalorians mm-hmm. um, and you know had been thrown around that they were imposters at one point. I think that was mentioned in Clone Wars or Rebels? Yeah, it was mentioned. Well, a lot of people had their fan theories that uh, Jango Fett actually killed a Mandalorian and stole his armor or this or that. Yeah. But now it's confirmed that he was a foundling who was actually a true Mandalorian. Well, I guess that might depend on what side you're on <laughs> of the yeah. Mandalorians. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, kind of interesting that Din Djarin, you know, says that at the beginning, like, have you taken the creed? Mm-hmm. And he's like, no. Um, but this was my father's armor. Yeah. Not. So it's just like another, what I thought was cool, another Mandalorian mm-hmm. that right. he's running into that's not of his quote creed. creed that is like proving themselves to still be a worthy Mandalorian. Yep. So he's kind of seeing all these different aspects mm-hmm. of what a Mandalorian could be and maybe that... Uh, mm-hmm. His way isn't mm-hmm. the only way. Yeah. Yes, that could be a broader, this is the way. <laughs> so then we see him go to recruit some more help. Uh, he goes and chats with Cara Dune about looking for somebody. He's looking for some kind of specialty skill that mm-hmm. he thinks he's going to need to get the child back. And he's going to look for one mm-hmm. of the people who betrayed him that he locked up on that prison ship. Yeah, um, back in season one. Break him out. I think he wants to break him out because he used to be an Imperial sharpshooter. So he knows mm-hmm. more about the Empire than probably him or most people that yeah. he would be able to trust. And he knows that he's kind of a gun for hire. And if you break him out, then, yeah, you know, he'll probably not double cross you. Probably. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. So uh Kara tells him yeah he's on this you know new republic prison ship and i can't help you because i'm like the marshal now and then he tells her that the empire has the child and she like is like oh no so you know she's going with him yeah you don't really see anything dialogue wise after that Mm -hmm. but you just get the sense that oh yeah she's she's coming for definitely yeah (laughs) so then we see gideon um, off Gideon walking into the room where the child is being held. And there's two stormtrooper guards kind of guarding him there. And the child is just one hand up, two hands up, force choking him, banging him against yeah. each other on the walls. And he's just, yeah, he's beating the crap out of him. Yeah, yeah <laughs> for sure. Um, 
just, yeah, just pummeling them. But, you know, Moff Gideon's just like, eh, just wait. Yeah. Just wait. Let's just watch. And he, and he, he you know, he, let got him get a little sleepy, a little mm-hmm. tired that he got from using his powers. And so, you know, Moff Gideon's kind of antagonizing him a little bit. Yeah. Ends up uh, having the troopers um, oh. stun him and chain him up. Yeah, shows him the dark saber and says, uh-uh-uh, you're not ready for that mm, yet. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, yeah, give him a lightsaber, yeah. see what happens. And he tried. <laughs> you could see the dark saber react to him mm-hmm. in the force. Yep, yeah. because the dark saber is a different kind of lightsaber than the ones we've seen. It kind of reacts to its user. Like, if a shorter person is wielding the dark saber correctly, it will adjust to their height. So it kind of... Mm-hmm. Ha- is more sen- more force sensitive than typical lightsabers is how I would describe it. So, you know, if the child got that in his hands, you know, it'd be like a little short one. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that could be so <laughs> cute. But I feel like the hilt is just way too big for him, though. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. But it's interesting, because, you know, then that he's probably seen somebody use one, oh, if definitely. not, like, actually started training with one maybe i mean it seems like they're a little young to start your well, lightsaber I mean, training he's 50 years old and we have clearly seen now that he's very strong with the force yeah he was so just suppressing it yes he's he's definitely while he was on coruscant suppressed or not suppressed surpassed a lot of the younglings that we mm-hmm. had seen where they're just kind of dinking around you know trying to sense the force but he definitely has He's probably up there with a lot of Jedi masters as far as force abilities. I mean, think about it. Well, I mean, he innately naturally possesses that, whether he's gotten to the point of being able to fully like come into that power. Yeah. Probably not, but obviously totally has the potential. Yeah. Definitely past younglings in my, yeah. Maybe, you know, like a young Anakin Padawan level or something, but yeah. yeah. So Moff Gideon still super, Bad guy. Mm-hmm. Definitely rocking the Darth Vader vibes hard every time we see him, like more and more, I feel like. All I'm saying is if he touches the child, I'm we um, revolt. <laughs> something's gonna happen. <laughs> so we know an epic team up is ahead. Yes. There's going to be two more episodes. We got to break the dude out of jail. I have a feeling like we're gonna pick up some extra stragglers or right. some like Bo-Katan, hello, uh-huh. she is after the Darksaber. Who has the Darksaber? Moff Gideon. Yeah. So does he enlist Ahsoka's help? Like, mm-hmm. what could we see happening here? I feel I'm like we're, we're, like, revving up for some kind of epic battle of, like, mm-hmm. good versus evil moment here at the last of the episode. Well, we also know that Ahsoka is looking for Thrawn, and Moff Gideon is a higher up in the Empire, have we clearly seen, so, mm-hmm. you know, she might be looking for more leads from Moff Gideon to yeah. find Thrawn, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, Thrawn, don't get me started on all the stuff that we could get into with that. <laughs> Anyways, um, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to oh, this wait. week's... We have to discuss, when the child was reaching out through the Force... Oops. There is some theories of who he might have been reaching out to. Yes, I forgot that. So we're going to give our theories. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So the rock was supposed to be like a beacon so that if there were other Jedi in the area or, you know, in the galaxy, that they could come and help train the child. Right. Mm -hmm. So my two favorite theories are, first off, Ezra Bridger from Mm -hmm. Rebels because, you know... 
Yeah. We've got a lot of rebel tie-ins going on. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, that'd just be pretty cool to see him come back in live action. And who knows, maybe Sabine's with him. Her? Yes. Because obviously Ahsoka found him if she's just off doing her own thing now. And not with Sabine looking for Ezra. Because they split off at some point. So, Mm -hmm. I like that one. I also like the other one, which is another tie-in from video games. The Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, yes, yes. I like that one, too. Yeah. <laughs> so we yeah. know there are Jedi out there. Yes. They have been in Star Wars content. We just not have not seen them in, in the movies or in, you know, live action content. There's animated content. There's books. And there's video games that clearly show there are Jedi around the galaxy in hiding. That isn't just Luke Skywalker. Yep. I seriously doubt they're going to bring someone like Luke Skywalker or... Even, like, all these crazy fan theories, like, Mace Windu's coming back. No, come on, guys. <laughs> I mean, they brought back Boba Fett. No. Yeah, <laughs> no, I really, yeah. I, don't, I hope I think they that's don't pretty, do that. <laughs> pretty far-fetched. I think there are a lot of great tie-ins with extra content from books, comics, video games, and the animated series where there's plenty of fodder out there to tie in, and that would make a lot more sense. Yes, and... It- at the end of Jedi Fallen Order, you kind of see this group of some Force wielders, some not, some kind of disconnecting from the Force. They're they're going out and seeking children of the Force to protect them from the Empire. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? It makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, so <laughs> we're totally interested in your theories as well as we go through all of these kind of things and we speculate who do you think Mando is going to look for to team up other than the prison break that's going to happen? Who else do you think is going to be joining this epic battle at the end of this season? And if the child did reach out in the force to another Jedi, who is that Jedi going to be? And are we going to see him this season or them, she, it, who, they, them? Um, are we going to see them this season, or is this going to be the little string that ties over into season three? Let us know what you think. Um, shoot us a message um, at Walt's Apartment on Facebook or Instagram. Follow us there. You can also find Jade at SnipsJR on Instagram. And you can find myself at Amber Tin Cosplay on Facebook and Instagram. Um, we'd love to hear what you think. That's it for this week's Mando Monday. See you next week.